Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern-day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or, hopefully, how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Hello, you're listening to Parent in Hell with... Esme, can you say Mr. Bucket? No, no, Rob Beckett. Esme, can you say Rob Beckett? My pastor! Can you say Joshua... Widdicombe. Widdicombe. Lucas! Who's Lucas? (laughs) There we go. That was was cute, wasn't it? This is my seven-year-old son, Fraser, uh, getting in an intro for you from his three-year-old daughter, Esme. Was you eating as that clip was being played? No, I wasn't. I could sense That's I could the sad sense thing. Food. I'm looking at some... Un- yeah, well, this is the thing, Rob. It's been a hell of a morning. But <laughs> okay. it's just been fine. But, like, um, so uh, my daughter's off ill, so I dropped my son at nursery, came yeah. back. When I came back, my daughter was then totally fine. Okay, what was uh, wrong? Just felt a bit, bit of a cold. She was off her food and a bit ill this morning. We're like, if you're all right at lunchtime, we'll take you in. And so I uh, just went down. She was fine. I've got to cancel the thing I'm doing after this uh, to take her in now. And then I'm just going to sit there in the, not in the car, go to a cafe. Well, it's because it's 12 hours. o'clock now. It's 12 o'clock. Take her in half one, drop her off. No point in coming home to go back. I can't go there three times in a day. <laughs> just sit in a cafe, wait it out, then take her trick-or-treating with her mates after that. Because it's, it's Halloween as that's we record shit, this. That's shit, isn't it? That is a shit day. Well, I hadn't even thought about that, really. I, I just thought that's my day. That's, yeah, yeah. I, I that's that's, that's the reality you. of being a parent. That is a, that's shit, a shit day. day that's mate. a shit day. You've had to cancel work, which is going to yeah. build up later in the week or next week, because you've got to put... To it, add to that, I'm currently, I haven't eaten, so I'm currently looking at a piece of toast that I can't eat because we started a podcast <laughs> and notoriously I eat during the podcast. I'm like, well, I can't eat this for the next 48 minutes. You cannot minutes. eat it. No, so you're just going to just stare this at This is toast. awful. I'm, I'm just going to put my... Just fill for the window. Wait, oh, he's, no, he's not. He's got. He's muted himself to choke down some toast. A pathetic little rat, like a little starving duck at it's the pond. It's taken so long to eat. Oh, of course it is. It'll be some awful sourdough seeded bastard from East London that cost you five quid as he's Guilty. choking it. 
Absolutely, dry... exactly what I'm looking at. <laughs> dry, oh, dry throat. Now he's going to suck down some oat milk tea. Because, Josh, I hate to break it to you, I don't think you enjoy life enough. <laughs> what? What? Could I have oat milk in my tea? It's nicer than normal milk. Still chewing. He's still chewing. I'm not. <laughs> you finished? For now. I wish <laughs> I wish we were interviewing a guest wish, so there was I a third wish, voice that could carry this while I, I choose. I wish we had a video of you gobbling that down like a little little, little bird. Do you want to see um, me? Do you want to see my toast? I want to see your toast. Uh, yeah, sure. Look that's at the seat on that. Look at that. You stay, that. That's a hard sourdough toast as well, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, yeah. Well, why don't you finish that? Because well, I want to ask Michael some questions. Because Michael texted us um, on the WhatsApp group and saying, um, "I'm gonna shall read out what Michael sent us." I am now in sole charge of a seven-year-old for the next forty-eight hours. You're a big fan of your niece, but um, I don't think you as a fan of the responsibility of a seven-year-old for forty-eight hours. Yeah, obviously. Usual caveat. I absolutely adore her. She's one of my favourite people in the world. And you've been in charge for forty-eight hours. How did you find it? Yeah, it was. It was a lot of work. So a little bit of context. Uh, my sisters, so I'm the eldest of four. I've got two sisters who normally kind of pick up the slack in terms of any uh, additional parenting required when it comes to, you know, everyone's nieces and nephews. And unfortunately, they're on holiday in Florida, like the whole rest of the family. And it's just me and my brother that are still here in the UK. And my brother was really unwell. He basically couldn't drive. And basically the only way that we could get her back is if I took her on the train. Yeah. But what happened was I was making my way back to London at this point. So I'd left the Isle of Wight and I got this phone call saying, look, you need to take her. This is the only way she can get back. You are literally the last resort of uh, additional... This is like this is like a Hollywood film about a man who learns responsibility. Both you and the child learn something about what life really means on this journey. Also, isn't it true that in the Isle of Wight they call the mainland the other island <laughs> well, that's the first i've heard we is call it? we call we call you you mainlanders we call you grockles grockles what's a grockle that, that, that grockles devon people use that to mean tourists yes yeah yeah whereas we're corkheads you're corkheads you inbred bastards the pair of you oh i'm sorry rob if the, the places we grew up are so beautiful that people visit them for their relaxing time no people <laughs> <laughs> The grockles, we're the grockles, you weird little hobbit bastards. Too much time on your hands because there's nothing to do, so you think of weird shit. <laughs> Sorry, carry on, Michael. Uh, so I, I'd already left the island at this point. I'd, I'd got the boat across and I was waiting for my train at Portsmouth to get back to London. So anyway, I get this phone call and I then have to wait for my niece to be brought to the ferry and then come over on the ferry for me to take her to London. By this point, it's quite late in the evening. It's sort of seven, half seven at night. Yeah. So there's no way I can get her back to Colchester at that point. So she has to come with me to, to London. Yeah, plane, train to... and automobile. You could, you could do a kind of, that's, that's exactly how the film would go. You'd end up like in a, in, a, in, a, in a front of a lorry with like a guy that you've hitchhiked with. It'd be great. <laughs> Yeah. Except I've got a seven-year-old who is giddy with excitement at the fact that she's A, now up this late past her bedtime. <laughs> yeah. B, is going to be up for several hours more still by the time yeah. we get back. Uh, I had no idea how much content and entertainment you have to provide for a seven-year-old. <laughs> didn't yes. have an iPad. They, didn't have an iPad. I didn't have an iPad. I, I have... My phone, which is running a bit low on battery, but no oh headphones, no headphones. So I don't want to be that guy on the train that's playing you know, yeah. YouTube videos of three blind mice over and over again. So what I yeah. do to counteract a good, good seven-year-old reference, three blind mice. Yeah. 
<laughs> and they love that, seven-year-olds. <laughs> over and over again. So, well, this, is, this is a barometer of how well it went. Uh, so I immediately booked first-class train tickets because I think, well, at yeah. least we'll be probably the only people in that carriage. There's 15 minutes prior to this train. I think, right, we'll pop to the WH Smith over the road yeah. and I'll get some some magazines. Just yeah. something I'm to so keep excited about this. <laughs> That's 35 So quid. excited about what magazines you bought for a seven-year-old, considering three blind mice as you get her my first ABC book. Like... So I bring her with me, obviously. I'm not a fool. Yeah. I'm not going to go in there and pick yeah. blind. Uh, so you don't want to leave picks... her on her own in a, in a train yeah, station. The re- the re- <laughs> you so the, the reason train... you're taking her is not because you're looking after her, but because you don't want to pick the wrong magazine. So what I then experience is uh, tantrum number one, let's call it because mm. she's obviously tired. She's a yeah. little bit overwhelmed by everything that's going on. Of course. Gets a sort of form of decision paralysis, because rather than me picking one for her or suggesting, I think I'm being a cool uncle and going, hey, you can have anything that you like. And then she's in choice. Yeah. But I, I don't think that's the wrong thing to do. I don't think you could just go take this magazine. I don't think... I don't, I don't think you're in the wrong there, Michael. I think that you played the hand you were dealt, really. Well, I'm going to say I played the hand badly, because... <laughs> The time for the train was rapidly disappearing oh. to purchase it and get back. And I was in a scenario where she was currently holding five different magazines <laughs> with lots of plastic tap and, and just didn't know which one to pick. And every time I sort of suggested or tried to force it, I could feel the verge of like a nuclear meltdown oh. happening. And Buy I'm not a parent. I don't know how to deal with this. Buy them well, in the, in, the, in the end, I bought three. And also to placate her, I ended up buying myself a Lego one because she didn't think it was fair if I came into the shop and bought a magazine that didn't. So there is currently a, a £9 unopened Lego toy magazine downstairs. Roll that. Roll that. Yes, please. I'll take that. So get on the train. That actually goes relatively smoothly, the train journey. Um, there's no one else in first class, so she Good. uses my phone yeah. for a little bit, watches some stuff on YouTube, goes through the magazine. I'm having to answer a lot of questions as part of these magazines, a little kind of like Q&As, a lot of animal facts, a lot of stuff that it really exposed the lack of knowledge that I have at a seven-year-old entry level in terms of, you know, the animal kingdom and yeah. you know, multiple choice questions about various animals. I think there was a questionnaire of 10 ones. I got every single one wrong. What every single one wrong. Well, it was like, um, what what does this type of lizard do to scare off its enemies? And it was like, shoot blood from its eyes, pretend it's dead. And, and I actively was like, well, it obviously doesn't shoot blood from his eyes. That's ridiculous. And then... You go to the answers, shoots blood from his eyes. And by yeah. question seven, having got every single one wrong, she thought I was taking the piss. She thought I was deliberately getting all of these wrong. So I just turned it into a bit like, oh, yeah, silly Uncle Mike. Oh, he doesn't know anything. Yeah, like, I genuinely knew nothing. He sounds the answer like is shoots blood from its eyes because no children's writer is going to come up with that as a multiple choice option unless it's correct. Surely that's too bleak. Right. Well, I went the I went the other way and thought it's so bleak that they wouldn't yeah, have yeah. included it as a yeah, fact. Yeah. No, in hindsight, no. You're, you're right. Anyway, we get to, we get to London. Sorry, uh, Michael, can I stop? It sounds like this is trauma. You you sound like PTSD. I, I mean, I I've, I've had better forty eight hours in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you've, right, is, you've I've also prior to this spent the last two days with her. One of those days was a children's party. So, in terms of my social battery with children. That had tapped out a long time ago. Okay. We get to London, get in a black cab. Can I just ask something? Sorry. Yeah. Like me and Rob, at what point did you think, well, at least it's podcast content? Uh, I'd say at this point, 
I hadn't. Because oh, you're a good man. You're a good man. <laughs> <laughs> like me and Rob, who would have noted it in our phone notes before you could say, um, Pat Lunch. <laughs> Which we will get on to. Outside of that message to you guys, I was just in survival mode. Like I'm not I'm not match fit. I don't have the muscle memory for any of this yeah. stuff. I normally ride in three hours on the cool uncle. I engage, I'm present, we have fun, they draw on me, I play, do some silly voices, and then I'm I'm gone. I'm out again. <laughs> I've I, never I'm, heard I'm you not... do a voice in my life. <laughs> do a silly voice now. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Do you want to <laughs> Come on. Do you want these silly voices, fun Uncle Mike? Come on. Absolutely not. <laughs> Come on. Let the dog see the rabbit. <laughs> so we get a black cab from Waterloo uh, to East London, which is, yep. you know, it's fun. It's an adventure. By this point, she's saying she's hungry again. Right. I don't know whether she is or not. Um, when did she know, last eat? Well, I probably about six, six thirty. I wasn't there because I was making I, my way back. I think at this stage, at this stage, you got just got to shove food down them if they want it, yeah. right? Well, I just I didn't have anything in the car, so all I had on me was water. So I just thought I'd drink some of this water. So she, <laughs> without me even noticing, I'd say next three quarters of a bottle of uh, mineral water, and then yep. I have to take it off. Her. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I think uh, you know, I know enough about children to know that's probably too much water. Yeah, they need sitting. a piss immediately. Yeah. Well, we'll come to that. <laughs> So are you in? Sorry, what car are you in? So we're in a black cab. All right, on the way to East London. So we get to my house. She's really excited to like see us, see the place. She's not been here before. London's really exciting. I, I sort of show her around, show her where she's going to be staying. You very quickly realise when there is a small child in your house, how ill-equipped it is. There wasn't a single room where there weren't at least how many sexual images there are on the wall, (laughs) like a mechanic's toilet. What's what's Front magazine? Well, a little publication. Maxim. What was that? There, there isn't there isn't a room that's sort of suitable for a child to to stay in. Like you no, know, let alone playing, but also to sort of go. Well, you're going to sleep in here overnight. I have no idea what a seven year old gets up to at night. What things draws they go through. So did you have a spare room? Or well, we have the the only sort of spare room we have, and I use spare room is a sort of like it's essentially a kind of walk-in wardrobe type thing and also we haven't we haven't lived here for long so nothing is well i did (laughs) 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 it's a big room it was you know formerly a bedroom that's been turned but it's also it's also sort of a dumping ground for boxes mm. and bags and everything as we're still kind of unpacking and we're still waiting for furniture to arrive. So we don't currently have a bed. We've just got a mattress on the floor. Like it is, it is a disaster zone yeah. for a small yeah. child to come yeah. into, let alone sleep in. So I managed to find a blow up bed that I had an old camping bed, blow that up, cobble together some bedding, calm her down enough to go to sleep. Cause obviously she's sort of giddy on the energy of yeah. what happened. Yeah, She falls asleep. And by this point I'd say it's gone midnight. I'm also exhausted. I wind yeah. down about an hour later. Now she's on the ground floor. We're on the floor above. At about one o'clock, just after one o'clock, I'd started to drift off. I'm sort of in that state where you're asleep, starting to kind of dream, but yeah. not quite. Yeah. So you can sense what's going on. I've forgotten that there's a child in the house by this point <laughs> because right. I'm just going to sleep now. This is just my normal Sunday routine. And I hear like, like little pitter patter of footsteps come up the steps and i don't quite wake up but i'm like slightly freaked out by it 
the door pushes open and I can just leaning over me, whispering, I can hear someone saying, come with me. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> come with me. <laughs> and I haven't quite woken up. So I'm like starting to freak out half asleep. And I'm like, what? And she's like, come with me. <laughs> Eventually I wake up and I look up and she stood over me. I'm like, oh, oh, what's happened? You okay? You okay? And she's like, come with me. And I'm like, what's wrong? You tell me. And she just won't tell me. She's like, come with me. So she leads me by her hand downstairs. And bless her, because she's been pumped full of more water than she probably yeah. drinks in a day, she's gone straight to sleep and she's just wet the bed. Yeah, because she's not so, yeah, know where the yeah, toilet yeah. is. She doesn't know where the toilet is. She's in a strange place. She's oh, bless her. too much water in her. So we deal with that. We strip the bed. Also, she know. was killed in Victorian times. That was the other reason why she <laughs> <laughs> now i've changed the bed linen she's been sent yeah. to me in a rush there is no change of like nightwear there's yeah. no change of bedding give her one of your retro football t-shirts michael an old sampdoria shirt from the 90s to wear in bed there is no way i'm letting a small child piss on that <laughs> <laughs> so i'm now sort of cobbling together this mad like <laughs> outfit and bedding and what i found was like my biggest beach towel was like layer one and then a slightly smaller beach towel and as i sort of put her back to bed and closed the door and said good night i just sort of looked at this really bleak sort of like world war ii refugee child <laughs> vibe <laughs> vignette that's been created god luckily she then slept through the night oh, got her up her. the next morning well i say got her up the next morning she woke me up the next morning and I said to her, because I know she's notoriously an early riser, I said, look, it's really late. Like, please, if you wake up in the morning, can you just just wait a bit longer before you come and wake up and wake up? I've not tried that, actually. I should give that a go. How did it work out? <laughs> well, I'd say about 10 past five in the morning. Uh, oh, there's a little knock on the door. Oh, no. Oh, well, it is a strange place as well for her, isn't it? Yeah. And she's so sweet. She's like, Uncle Mike, Uncle Mike, I'm awake. I'm like it's still dark the clocks haven't gone back at this point so anyway get up take her out for breakfast the next morning um again not equipped for this i live in east london i have never had to consider what is acceptable or appropriate for a small child in terms you? of like breakfast options no i found a sort of local cafe around the corner yeah. um walked around Obviously, it's really, really busy because it's East London. I'm sat at a table with a seven-year-old surrounded by kind of hipsters and young people drinking their coffee. Uh, every single conversation she was owning into, completely inappropriate for a seven-year-old. So lots of questions about, um, Uncle Mike, what does what does that mean? What, what, what are they talking about? I'm like, oh, nothing. What, what's Don't a K-hole? <laughs> <laughs> and she's very kind of curious and very inquisitive, but kind of also quite sweet and innocent. So again, I'm just like, I, I don't know what the rules are here. I don't want yeah. to get in trouble from like yeah. her mum, her dad. How much do I explain? How much do I not? You know, I could just yeah. about busk it if it's Father Christmas or like heaven. I could maybe get away <laughs> with that. Go on, give me, a, give, me your, of, give me your, give me your, Uncle Mike, what happens when we die? Well, lots of people believe different things. Some idiots think that they go to heaven. Other people <laughs> just like me. Legends like me. <laughs> no. Legends like me think you rot into the ground and never... <laughs> And just eternity of nothingness. Yeah. And then, you know, shortly after, anyone that ever remembers you existed is gone forever. And that's, it's all pointless. You know, enjoy your scramble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can deal with that one, fair enough. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. 
The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Eventually, obviously, hand her over. When I got back on that train, I would say it is the most exhausted I've been in my entire life. (laughs) Probably not physically, but the mental (laughs) exhaustion, the level of like responsibility and the inability to just be, just to turn off. Yeah. I'd been on, I think I'd been on the fence for quite some time about whether I did or didn't want kids. And 100%, I'm never going to have children. Wow. But Welcome to the get, show. Yeah, but you get used to it, though, the mental tiredness. And you get you more confident. Why would you want to get used to that? No, why would you want to get used to that? No, but it's like, no, what I'd say is, it's like any job you start, it feels, you know, when you're first down a job, you know, I, even when I worked at Sainsbury's, I, my head felt like it was going to burst. But then over time, you just get used to it. And before you know it, you're doing it subconsciously. There you go, Michael. That's a, that's a selfie. No, but you've heard about the uh, different levels of competence. You know, have we spoke about this before? No. Well, basically, there's four stages of co- competence where it's um, basically you you have unconscious incompetence where you're rubbish at something and you're oblivious about it. Then you yeah. have conscious incompetence, which I think was what Michael was going through, where he was aware that he didn't know what to do. But then with any new skill or new challenge... I'd say then, that is the basis of this whole podcast is conscious incompetence, isn't it? Pretty much. But then you get to a point where you are consciously competent, which is a lot easier, yeah. but still is tiring because you know what you need to do, but it's just hard to remember yeah. to do it. And then you have unconscious competence where you can just do it without thinking it's like driving's a good example of that your first yeah. driving lesson you're like well, oh yeah, this is fun and then you realize oh actually i don't know what i'm doing here and then you move yeah, up the levels and then when you pass your test you're still gripping the wheel going i know how to drive but i have to concentrate all the time but then after a while you're driving without even thinking it won't so, surprise you rob that i'm only hmm. a level three of that <laughs> okay fair enough <laughs> the, um, the but- wheel remains gripped I remember when I looked after my brother's kids when uh, I was with uh, me and my ex-girlfriend and the kids were probably about eight and six and I took them to Harrods to have a look around Harrods and I turned around and one of them was missing. Oh, my God. Just wasn't there. And that panic and fear, like, feel fear, and she was literally just probably like two metres away, but round a corner looking at something else. Yeah. And then like, I rushed around and found her. But that, 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 the adrenaline that floods your body, it's mental. Well, Michael, I'm glad you feel better. I can't wait to play this back to you when you tell us that you're expecting a baby. Yeah, we'll get four episodes out of that. We'll oh, I think we'll have to get and talking about each bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Um, well, jo- Josh, we, you did tease um, um, some stuff you wanted to talk about this week. Well, so we I, need I've to got, do that. got some stuff, but we, um, it wasn't that exciting, was it? Um, do you want top not debate to start? So the, the, the options are top not debate. Uh, worrying success of pack lunch. Yeah. Surprise end to play date. And humiliation or something? Or two rice's humiliation. 
I like, I'd, quite, I'd quite like two rice humiliation first, please. Okay, that's the only one not about parenting, but we'll go with it. Okay. Um, <laughs> We've had a quite a lot of parenting in the first yeah, half yeah, hour. Yeah, exactly. 20 minutes, depending <laughs> on how much of his own voice Michael can stomach to hear. Um, so I went to my friend's uh, 40th. Yeah. And there was a... Um, I wasn't drinking, so, so I was excited that there was also Thai food in the pub, so I didn't have my dinner, because I was like, right. this is exciting, I can have... Okay. Got there. The pub menu, right? Yeah. I ordered before I went into the room. I ordered, so it was green curry. Mm. And I said, and I'll have a side of rice, side of sticky rice, and some spring rolls. Right? right. Get to the table. No one else is eating. They're just having drinks. Someone's ordered some spring rolls already. Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing that happens is the person's ordered the spring rolls. They don't want all of them. They, right, they say, I'll swap you one of my spring rolls now for one of yours when it comes, right? The classic situation. Okay, As I'm yeah. eating one of the four spring rolls on the table, my spring rolls arrive and the waiter's like, oh, someone likes spring rolls. <laughs> okay, yeah. Right, fine. I can deal with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little humiliated by the fact I've got eight, I look like a man who's ordered eight spring rolls, but fine. And you're doing some sort of weird trade-off backhander yeah. with the table. Yeah. And then my my meal turns up. Yeah. The green curry comes with rice. Of course it does. All curries come with rice. No, they don't, Rob. They do in pubs. And, and then they've given me a side of rice. <laughs> side of sticky rice. <laughs> he loves carbs, this boy. And I'm like, surely. And he was like, oh, what, did you not know it came with rice? I'm like, of course I fucking didn't. I haven't ordered a side of rice <laughs> with my curry and rice. Why is that an option? Why haven't you flagged that at the bar? I think, in their defence, in a pub, I'm expecting rice with a curry. Well, I said, I bet this happens all the time. He said it's never happened before. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm on his side. Do you want to know what he then said? I thought, well, he'll probably say, oh, well, it's a, it's a, it's a classic misunderstanding. Uh, can can I say what I would have well, said? Ri- yeah, what? I would have gone, it's all right, I'll just have rice pudding for dessert. Oh, nice. Yeah, Bit of that's fun. good. Yeah. yeah. I wish I'd had that quick thinking. What did you say? I just, uh, well, sorry. I thought he was going to say, "Fine, honest mistake. We'll take it off your bill." He said, "Do you want me to get you a doggy bag for your second rice?" <laughs> we can't take it off the bill. You've ordered it. No, all right, fine. But I don't want a fucking doggy bag for some sticky rice. When am I going to eat that? True. No one wants to take rice home. No one wants to take rice home, Rob. Okay, so that was your rice humiliation. That was humiliating. Right? Okay, now top knot. Big debate in our house. Top not debate, right? Okay, what's the debate? My son, who's 18 months, 19 yeah. months probably by now, his hair's in his eyes. Okay. And Rose has started giving him a top knot. Mm. In my views, exactly, Rob. I just think maybe give him a cut his hair. That's, do you know what, Rob? <laughs> you're, you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> or a little clip to the side. Well... Yeah, that's what they do at nursery. They what's do the, the pl- yeah, what's the plan? I think, what's the she plan? She'll say for stuff your- like, but he looks really cute. And you can't say, no, he looks like a fucking prick. Because he's your <laughs> own son. <laughs> now, now, what kind of top knot? Is it like proper like bam, bam, baby, straight up yeah. vertical? Or is it at no. the back like a Leeds footballer? It's, uh, if I got, I'll, I'll surely have a photo of this on my phone. Oh, no, that is a bit back at the back like he's it's, some it's sort of It's a bit Andy Carroll, isn't it? God, he looks like you, Josh. He's one of those babies that looks like me one minute and Rose the next. You know, well, the in that minute, situation. he looks like yeah, you exactly chewing right. on toast. He looks like me with a top knot. Yeah, and I think that's the problem here, isn't Rose it? Rose has just heard me. She just shouted, <laughs> the top knot's great. 
I yeah, I I'm not against boys having long hair. I think that's fine. Obviously, you know, I'm a modern man. Um, yeah. But I I think a clip to the side more than the top lot, maybe. I just can't. I just, it's so East London, it's Stop. painful. Yeah. <laughs> Stop whispering. Just because she can hear. Don't panic. You're allowed your views. No one's wrong. No one's right. It's Everyone's got an disaster. opinion. Yeah. So, what, so what's the plan going forward with this? Well, it's a stalemate. Right. Well, it's not I'm a stalemate. He's got, it's not a stalemate. He's got one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very weird description of a stalemate. <laughs> a stalemate. That is very telling, isn't it? No, I actually agree. Roman wants a top knot. You no, he don't. Didn't, he didn't What's have the one. situation? He's got a top knot. You're calling <laughs> that a stalemate. <laughs> no, he's not stalemate got a top would knot. be hair in the eyes. He's gone out with hair in the eyes this morning. Right. Okay. Um, so um, he's gone to nursery, which admittedly I took him uh, without a top knot. But then he can't see where he's going. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. I'd rather him trip over than have a top knot. Yeah. But that is very East London, isn't it? A top knot on a child, oh, boy, a boy, little boy child. Don't know what to do about it. Well, well, I mean, I mean, the top knot is just a sort of entry level drug to the full ponytail. Yeah. yeah. Rose is very keen. It's a style, mate, though. So let me know how it plans out. Yeah. Um, yeah, and well, we what both know other... it's going to pan out. <laughs> yeah, we Do you want a surprise and... ending to play date? Yes, please. Went on a very successful play date. Yeah. Uh, my daughter and her, uh, a new friend from school. Okay, so. Very nice. And who was there, parents-wise? All four. All four? Okay, that's very new child at school keen, that is. Very new child at school By keen. the second one, you just, one parent's going. Just one parent, fuck it. Yeah. I'll drop um, off, even though I've how... never met you before. <laughs> And um, how, yeah, so how was that? So you all got on, did you? It was lovely. Yeah, very nice. And then, do you want to know how the play date ended? Go on. My, my son, who was there, who's 18 months. Yeah. What did he do? Start talking about Bitcoin. No. Twelve, <laughs> putting his hair up in a... <laughs> He's talking about a new app. But um, no, he brought Rose out of nowhere. First, he brought me my shoes. Then he brought Rose her shoes. Then he brought her a coat. And then he brought her bag. He can't even speak properly yet. What, what, he, end, he ended he the end, play date. He ended the play date. I don't by, think that's a successful play date. Well, it is. It is until that moment. Yeah, but that's how. That's not. You could go. Well, that's a, a successful date until she slapped me and spat in my food. <laughs> no, but it, he wasn't on the play date. He was just the plus one, wasn't he? It was the daughters. Right. Oh, oh okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So it was the daughters, and he was just there. Um, but it all went yeah. well apart from that. Well, yeah, exactly. Because going forward, he won't have to go to the, when he's older. No, but it was quite surprising because he's. It showed a level of knowledge of what we needed to leave that I didn't know he possessed. Oh, so yeah, that he went and got all the stuff. He went and got all of the stuff yeah. that we needed to leave. He can't even pro- fucking speak properly, Rob. <laughs> yeah, he was aware that we'd need our shoes, Did our coat. Did you want to go at that back. point? Was you thinking no, of wrapping it up? No, I was fine. Up? Right. I was fine, if they're listening. <laughs> okay, if they're not? I was fine. All right, okay. <laughs> yeah, because my daughter was having a great time. It is, having an 18-month-old on a play date is a fucking write-off, isn't it? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think it would be rude of you to take him, personally. Their, their faces must have dropped. Oh, for fuck's sake, they brought one, that little one. <laughs> fucking hell. Okay, that's all of us That's all of us chatting and hovering. That's none of us sat down having a cup of tea while the old ones play. That's us, all of us, wandering around following this nutter. <laughs> With a fucking top knot. <laughs> Easy to pick him up, though. <laughs> Hi, it's Stephen Colbert. 
And I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure. Because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I was worried we'd bring back the same team. I meant those blackout motorized shades. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Hall of Fame son. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And what was your last one? Pack lunch success? Yeah, worrying. Why? So half term. Yes. Uh, she went in for a couple of like activity days at the school. Yeah. One of them was going to the th- on a theatre trip. So they had to have pack lunch. Nice. What did she go and see at the theatre? Oh, I don't know. Some play. <laughs> Hamlet. Um, mental load, she, mate. You're not taking yeah. on board the full uh, mental was load. Was it the play that goes wrong? I can't remember what it was. <laughs> anyway. Um, the mousetrap. Anyway, she, we, 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 back we to the future. Keep, we Sorry. can keep naming them. Yeah, um, lame is. So a uh, uh, Paw Patrol lunchbox didn't arrive. Okay. In time. Basically, what I ended up having to do was I printed out a load of Paw Patrol pictures and stuck them to some what's that you know plastic box? It's called uh, begins what? with P. What's what would you call well, you know an, an unbranded lunchbox? A plastic a Tupperware box. Tupperware Tupperware box begins yeah. with T. Sorry. Okay. Not um, <laughs> I, I like, Josh, she, can she I was, tell you something here? I love you, but I'm lost on this story now. Yeah, no. I didn't need the extra detail. No. So let's go back to basics. She's gone on a theatre trip and the lunchbox didn't arrive. Anyway, that doesn't matter. I made her a packed lunch. Yeah. Right? And it was absolutely... She nailed it. We roasted the sandwich. I did the other bit. Blah, blah, blah. We made it. What's in it? Can she you talk me through what's in it? Yeah. Cucumber sandwich, her favourite. The mm. only one she'll eat. Yeah. Um, but, buttered or dry? Buttered. Mm. Pom bears. Classic. Classic. The kids crisp. No idea why. Uh, yogurt. Yep. Apple. Sure. Apple juice. Nice. Something else. Can't remember. And anyway. she loved it. Loved it. And now I'm really worried because she doesn't really, she's not a huge fan of the school dinners. Right. Okay. So it's at the moment she's just eating what the school provide, but because she loved this. Yeah. Pat, uh, do they have an option to do pat lunch? Yes, but I don't want to activate the option, Rob. <laughs> I'm fucking dreading the thought of her asking for full-time pat lunch well, my, my, and me my... having to make a pat lunch every morning of every day. No. No, not for you. No, it's but not I think for it's going to get activated, isn't it? What do I do? Do I... St- if she asks again, do I give her a bad packed lunch? Well, um, basically, I think you're going to be at a stalemate, which will involve you doing a packed lunch every day until she's oh. 17. <laughs> after, after I've done the my, old my son's stalemate. <laughs> you've got to wash and condition your son's shoulder-length hair before school every morning and then make a packed lunch as, as the uh, compromise. Oh, God, my life. I'm so weak. <laughs> You're so t- the beater in your house. So yeah. am I, to be honest. I don't know why I'm trying to give it this absolute yeah. <laughs> old school uh, the trousers alpha. Literally, whatever Lou says, eventually yeah. I will go with. Yeah. 
god. Um, right, let's do some correspondence, Josh. We've had a couple. Some we've got a Barack, we've got a Barack Obama story here. But did do we ask- hurry up with your uh, correspondence, Rob, because I've got a date with sitting in a cafe for two hours on my own. So <laughs> okay, you know. yeah, I wouldn't want that to get shorter for you. Um, did we ask a Barack Obama stories? Yeah, because we were talking Bar- about Barack Obama, weren't we? Uh, Barack Obama. Oh yes, this is yes, Barack Obama. This is the Barack Obama Barack Obama story. Okay, so great. it's a, a slight boomer story. Imagine a story about, about Barack Obama. Um, here well, you've we go. Got one. Well, I've got one. Yeah, imagine it. I just feel so much better than everyone. Um, I don't really. It's just, I sort of forgot I had that until someone brought up Barack Obama. Anyway, my nephew met Barack when he was in Watford <gasps> playing at the Grove. What? My brother-in-law thought it would be a good idea to walk through the woods and pop up in the golf course to try and catch a glimpse. Oh, right, playing at the Grove, playing yeah, golf, playing golf. So he was yeah. over here for like the G eight or something. Yeah, and he was playing golf. Yeah. And uh, anyway, my nephew, who was about eight, ended up being surrounded by Secret Service personnel <gasps> that were in the woods keeping guard. Ollie said he just wanted to say hello. Barack said to him he wasn't allowed to get out of the golf cart for security reasons. What a load of bollocks that is. How's he, how's he eating a drive? <laughs> He's still in the cart, putting. <laughs> right, yeah, line it up. Just slowly, slowly accelerate. I'll put the putter out. Um, however, he did get one of the security people to give him one of his golf balls. Oh, Need, that's nice. Needless to say, that was his show and tell the next day. It's a good one, isn't Whoa, it? Oh, that's a good one. That's, uh, that's good. It's very good. Oh, all oh, right. So this is a weird... Look, we've had a lot of people... We were talking about Pastor Passport, your daughter's birthday. Yeah. And we said, we've had a lot of people messaging to say, under no circumstances is the birthday boy slash girl allowed to win the prize in Pastor Parcel. What? Terrible party etiquette. Now, I think that's wrong. The way I look at it is, if the birthday boy or girl always wins, then they win once a year, essentially. Because what's the other option? Pure luck? Yeah. Skill? Like like people holding on to the parcel for longer? You don't want that. No, because the problem is, if you look away and you do it properly and you don't cheat it, then there is always one prick kid in the circle that's trying to dominate and work out when you're doing it. So I, I just think it's easier if you just let everyone make sure there's enough layers of sweets so everyone gets an unwrap and then the main prize goes to the birthday boy or girl. That's what, that's the way I do it. But yes. if people, I, I don't know why that's do you wrong. Do, do you do pass the parcel? We have done, yeah, but not for ages. Yeah. But that, whenever when we have done that, it's a bit of a younger kid game, really. I think when they get yeah. a bit older, it gets a bit scrappy, doesn't it? Yeah, the, the birthday party I went to yesterday, Rob. Yeah. Because they Where never was it, in the park? No, it was in it was it was an incredible venue, oh. yeah, but it was in a sports hall. So they had one half of a sports hall. Yeah, and they had the sports hall had a bouncy castle. Perfect. Let's send you a video of this bouncy castle. That is unbelievable. Look it's, at the size of that bouncy castle. It's like three levels, isn't it? Three yeah. sections. So I think the sports hall owned the bouncy castle. But anyway, that's amazing. I came in the wrong entrance, Rob. Pardon? Um, um, I, <laughs> this, do you know what? There's a reason that we've gone exclusive. But it's well, just a bit naughty. We had it. <laughs> Lockdown parenting after dark. Um, you came in the wrong entrance, did you? Yeah, I did came in the wrong entrance, right? I, and by that, I mean we ended up on the wrong side of a game of volleyball and had to cross a volleyball right, court. I thought he was implying you ejaculated into an anus. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. Sorry, no, just, sorry, no, no, Josh. No. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so you, you went into a volleyball game by accident? We, they had to stop the volleyball game so that we could get to the child's party. Oh, no, that's... I mean, that would be annoying, having a kid's party going on when you're trying to play volleyball properly. Yeah, but it was one hell of a... One hell of a bouncy castle. <laughs> it is. That was very impressive, actually. I've seen a lot in my time, and that was unbelievable. Yeah. Well done. Um, but in conclusion, I do think that the parent of the child whose birthday it is has all rights to give that child the I victory. I think the, the parent of the child should be in charge of the music. All the guests get to unwrap it once, so make sure you've got enough layers with a sweet or something in that wrapping, maybe a packet of whatever, and then the main prize goes to the party. That because the, otherwise, it's not, it's not fair, is it? No. Because then, if you always do that, then the the party boy or girl always wins and then everyone gets it once a year yes yes exactly okay that's what i think anyway um right should we do a small business shout out yes here we go hi robin josh my husband started his business pit pat from his living room eight years ago born from a love of dogs and his love for electronic engineering pit pat is a dog activity monitor it is essentially a fitbit for dogs and today he launched a dog GPS tracker so you can find your dog if he or she runs off. It's UK made with a brilliant team in Cambridge. It's waterproof and has the longest battery life of any wearable. I don't know what that means, but they look. there's an exclamation mark, so it must be good. Pit Pat's mission is to keep dogs happy, healthy and safe. We'd love to give your listeners a 20% discount oh, across whoa. all products. Here we go. This is what we're here for, guys. Two and a half years in, you guys are getting some discount. Here we go. Um, so, Parenting Hell 20, all in capitals, and it's 2-0 for the 20. Parenting Hell 20 is a great product for yourself or a Christmas present for dog lovers. Find us at pitpat.com. So, that's a 20% off if you put Parenting Hell 20 in. We're not getting any kickback from this, by the way. No. They're just doing that for not? you. No, we're not. That's not how we work in small business. No, so we're not. not doing that to get like a lot of influencers do that and then they get a kickback. Yeah, yeah. We're not doing that. Yeah. Um, we're not doing that. Thank you for continuing to share all your stories. Best wishes, Christina, Andrew, Sky, new baby, and Winnie, our Westie. I, I genuinely, I think Lou would want that for um, Fred to see how fast he's running and how far he's running because he absolutely belts it. Pit pat. Very good. Now... Um, you said we're not getting kicked back on that. I should fully declare on this. Uh, this person did stop me on a towpath to ask whether they could have a small business shout out. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's fair. We should announce that. That's fair. I should be clear on that. And I think if you're willing to stop me on a towpath, fair enough. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll read you the first email, which says, um, my charity is the UK's biggest speech, uh, specialist speech and language charity for children. Uh, we know lots of parents want help with their kids to learn to talk, but aren't sure where to start. And from reading Rob Beckett's book, it seems he too understands how important this is. 1.7 million kids are behind in talking and understanding words post-COVID. Speech and Language UK is a charity that gives free advice and guidance to families wanting to help their children, as well as providing tools and training to schools and putting pressure on politicians to do more for these children. If you're worried about your child or you want to help others, head to speechandlanguage.org.uk. Speechandlanguage.org.uk. Charity has a free inquiry service so you can get advice from qualified speech and language therapists about what you can do to help your child. Children who have speech and language challenges are at high risk of falling behind at school, getting mental health problems and getting into trouble with the law. So get help today or donate to help others. Speechandlanguage.org.uk Very good, go. very good cause. Um, get yourself... So basically... Get help, yourself on a towpath in East London. To, help a child to read or find out how fast your dog is. Up to you. <laughs> Up to you. I'd say do both. 
not just one. Yeah. Um, and if you if you want that, email in or just approach me near a canal. Yeah, <laughs> near a canal. Um, right, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be there for the next two hours after this, Rob, killing time. <laughs> just waiting. Um, just right, waiting. I'll speak to you on Friday, Josh. Look forward to it. It's going to be a good one. Bye. If you are not in the queue and you are waiting, then step to the side. He got in touch. He said, yeah, sorry, mate. You didn't seem like yourself the other day. You've only met me three times. The self-service checkout. I don't care what you're called. I'm not getting tricked into working here. People at festivals in those stupid jester hats. I glanced at a tampon. £2.69 <laughs> for a bottle of water. Why is your Wi-Fi Social media. Ten characters the lost. starts guiding Plimps you. On. I don't care Boot if you're cut watching. Jeans. Boot cut jeans. What's upset you now? I'm Sean Walsh. And I'm Paul McCaffrey. We are the hosts of What's Upset You Now? The UK's angriest podcast. And we are back for Series 5. Booyah! We all love a good moan, don't we? And Sean and I, well, Sean mostly, are two of the best in the absolute business. And every Tuesday and Thursday, we moan about all those little things that really get our goat. We also have guests. What guests have we had, Sean? We have had Romish Ranganathan, Rob Beckett, Mark Lamar, Joe Brand, Catherine Ryan... Tom Allen. 15 minute episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Brand new What's Upset You Now, Series 5, out now. Oh, for God's sake. Josh, you fancy going for a beard? Maybe like the 14th of April? I can't do the 14th of April, Rob. How come it comes? We're doing the Parenting Hell Arena tour at Manchester Arena. Oh, okay. How, yeah, about, how about the 19th of April? Oh, no, I can't do that. I'll be doing the Parenting Hell live tour in Nottingham. What about the 20th of April? Cardiff. Arena, Parenting Hell Live, Cardiff oh. Arena. 21st? 21st of April? 20, uh, no, I can't do that either. London 02. 20, 20, 23rd of April? I can do the 22nd. We've got a day off. Uh, okay. 23rd, yes, yes, <laughs> Wembley. What about the 28th of April? I'm in Birmingham. Do you know the what, Rob? Parenting Hell Live tour. Yeah, but we'll just have a drink afterwards. Yeah, should we do that? Yeah, that'd be nice. We need to plug the live tour, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a live tour of Parenting Hell, and I cannot wait. It's genuinely going to be an absolute thrill to do and do you know what it would make the perfect christmas present two of those tickets oh great christmas present or father's day present or mother's day present exactly see you there